I just want to invite everyone listening on Anchor, CastBox, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever podcast uh, device or station you may be listening on, whatever country, whatever country you are from. We have listeners now in uh, North America and Europe as well, which I'm really excited about. We're growing. Last episode of the Fever Before the Storm was the highest listened episode to on the podcast. So we're taking off. And if you want, if you listen on the radio and you're interested in listening to the podcast, because thank you for joining WDCE 90.1 FM, the podcast is just Rumors, Money, and Movies. And you can look it up wherever you get your podcast from. We're on nine different platforms. I believe it actually might be 10 now. But uh, yeah, so this is going to be a fun show. If you also want to call in, you're very welcome to call in. The number is 804 804- 289-8790. I personally love that's my favorite part of the show. When people do call in, it makes the show more fun, more exciting, and brings a little bit more flair to the episode. Now, Christian should be coming in around 10, 15, 10, 20 to talk about a little bit of box office and some other stuff. Today's gonna be a packed show. Uh, it's gonna be a very a good episode. So I announced two weeks ago, and last week was the first episode that we did it in, was uh uh, a movie, and a Flashback Friday movie. So last week was Saturday Night Fever. Uh, that was the first time I watched that movie, and you can listen to our thoughts about that uh, last episode. And now today, we have Chinatown, with, which is I thought was a really good movie. It's the first time I've seen this movie. Uh, Chinatown was uh, released since 1974 by Paramount Pictures. I guess we just, I just like Paramount Pictures. It's the second Paramount Pictures film I've seen out of the two. It stars Jack Nicholas, Nicholson and Faye Dunaway, and was directed by Roman Polanski. And so, yeah, we're going to start the show right there at Chinatown. And so the basic facts of the movie was that it had a $6 million budget. It made $29 million at the box office, was nominated for 11 Academy Awards. Uh, so this was, you know, a great film. And the Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 99% of Rotten Tomatoes, and the critic, critics' consensus is as buried and cynical as the decade that produced it. This noir classic benefits from Robert Towns' brilliant screenplay, director Roman Polanski's steady hand, and a wonderful and wonderful performances from Jack Nicholson and Faye Dunaway. So I agree with that. I really did like this film. I thought it was really good for one reason in particular. I'm going to get to that a little bit later on in this review. But I will say that it's interesting to watch this movie because even though it was released in the 70s, you really get a vibe. It's very interesting because, I mean, obviously it was made in the 70s, so you can get like a 70s aesthetic, but the film does not take place in the 70s. The film is based in, is takes place in 1937, so pre-World War II, during the Great uh, during the Depression, but you still get a 70s aesthetic from the movie, obviously, because it's made in the 70s, but it's almost like the 70s were in the 1930s. But you also do get transported into a different time. And you really, you really, to me, what a sign of a great movie is, is like, do I buy into your world? Do I buy into the setting that you've created? And do I believe that I could live in that? And if I do, then I, for me at least, that means, you know, that's good. So, and I do feel that with this movie. I feel that if I, I get transported into the film, I get transported into the community that they are in, and that I really buy into these characters. I believe that these characters were real. I believe that, you know, uh, J.J. Jack Giddies is real. I believe that Evelyn Cross Mulray is real. I believe Noah Cross, I believe Lieutenant Louis, Louis Escobar is real. I believe these characters are real because they they feel real. 
And it's very, another thing about this movie kind of related to that is the fact that there'll be side things. There'll be side characters or side, you know, just whatever it is, like a side character to the film. But that character has so much history behind it just in the three-minute interaction they have with our main characters. And so that's, yeah, thanks, Ty. That's Ty right there, the best, uh, one of the best uh, get uh, show hosts on uh, on WDC.net. Uh, I, I try my best, Ty. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, and now I lost my train of thought here. I apologize. Oh, side characters, right. Uh, so, you know, they go to the, you know, Jack Eddie goes to a farmer's house. And you feel that that farmer is real. And he goes, you know, to a client's house. And you feel and you see so much in the, you know, you go to the hurt woman's house. And the woman comes up and it's a tiny family. And the man previously in the film had set up that, you know, his wife was cheating on him. And so then when they go to the house, the, the, the wife has a black eye. And there's so much history behind that. Like those little sort of details that make the world feel real, make the characters feel real, makes it important. I also... Uh, like this movie kind of again building off that was because all the characters besides being real made sense and had a story behind them that contributed to their character especially when you get to the end there's, there's a lot of stuff happens but in particular Jack Giddies there's so much there right and you can even though you don't you know it's not said explicitly everything that's happened in this man's life. But you know that stuff has happened that's been a little not the best. Right? And they hint at it a little bit with Chinatown. That's why the movie's called Chinatown. But again, just little things in this movie make it great. One thing I didn't care for in this movie was the fact that Jack Giddy, Jake Giddies, I don't want to keep calling him Jack, Jake Giddies, and Evelyn Monroe, Faye Dunaway, and Jack McGuss, of course, it's a little annoying me. It was like, I didn't need them to be. I thought this movie was better than them being, like, falling in love. But the film still had them fall in love. Which, look, I mean, that's not necessarily an awful thing. It's not like you're going to get arrested for doing that. But not every single character needs to fall in love. I just think that the, these characters were so good, they were all both sort of like that basic cliche of, you know, the two people that are, you know, maybe not meant to be or whatever it is uh you know or you know you know fall in love like i, I just didn't need that i really didn't and that's not to say that you know it ruined the movie because obviously it didn't and that would be silly but you know i mean i just don't need it i just don't need it and i just think it's kind of a basic sort of like cliched you know plot device and I, I find it funny because actually Arthur brought that up last week on the show when we were talking about uh, Stephanie and Tony in uh, Saturday Night Fever. And, you know, he's like, I mean, you know, of course, in American movies, they love to have the two star, you know, the two main leads, you know, fall in love. And he said he didn't like that. And I was like, ah, oh, you know, I don't, you know, it doesn't really bother me. And then obviously it bothered me in this movie. It's just funny how, you know, things can change in that sense and how everything sort of happens like that. But I, I it didn't ruin the movie, obviously, because this movie's so good. But it was very good. And another little issue I had with this movie is the fact that, for some reason, like, 40 minutes into the movie, 
uh, you know, Evelyn Monroe, Faye Dunaway's character, goes into Jackie's office and they talk and yada, yada, yada. Because, you know, she's like, I never saw you. I never hired you to investigate my my, my husband. Because basically, some like a, a fake Evelyn Mulray like, came in to investigate her husband, Hollis Mulray, because of the, uh, you know, like the water pumps and all that. I'm not going to get too much into the, to the, to the plot itself, but... And then she's like, you know, we don't work together. And it was really good. But then it's like immediately followed with like, I know you're like Jack Giddy goes, Jake Giddy goes like, I know you're lying. And it's just like one of the worst lines. That, like it was just so bad. Like it was just so awful. Like they were outside a car. They like, went to lunch together and they were outside the car outside, like, you know, next to a car. And he just said like an awful line. Of like just tra- I was like, and I was like, how was this written in the same movie? Because there's so much intelligent dialogue, so much subtext, so much context in dialogue and then they just had like an absolutely awful line i'm just like why why like it was so bad like it was just horrendous like i remember i was like this line is it just didn't fit it was just really weird like the fact that they had just you know really great dialogue tremendous like really good dialogue and then just awful like it was just stunning but that was so small of a thing but I want to get to the end because the movie sort of it t- doesn't sort of it takes its time. It's not super fast paced. It's not you know running gunning you know like an average movie or like a re- not an average movie but like certain movies different movies. But it's slow. But it's not boring. And that's another thing I, I always like. I always appreciate when films do that. You you know you don't need to be everything happening at once, but you just can't be boring. And it's not, it's slow, but then at the end, it heats everything up, and obviously you find out that Evelyn's father, Evelyn's father, Noah Cross, raped her when she was 15, and she had a kid. I was like, whoa, whoa. First of all, that's a mess, and second of all, and second of all, it's just disgusting. I mean, like, like, if you think of, I mean, obviously, I don't need to explain it because everyone understands why that's horrifically awful to you as a human being. But the fact, you know, because they're having a scene and it's just like, I'm her father, I'm her, I'm her mother, I'm her sister, I'm her mother, I'm her sister. He's like, stop lying to me. Like, I'm her mother and her sister. And you're just like, whoa. But that's not even the most shocking part. Obviously, if you've seen this movie, if you haven't, I don't know if I should say, I'm going to say spoiler warning right now. If you just skip this part or don't listen, if you're on the radio, if you haven't seen Chinatown, just please go see it. Uh, the end. The. One of the best endings I've ever seen out of a movie. One of the best endings ever. It's so shocking. You don't see it coming. Like, literally, you're just like, something blank, blank. I can't say that on air. But you're just like, you know what it is. I can't, you know, something with God and stuff. But it's just crazy. It's just awesome. A character, it's just, I'm not even going to say it, honestly. Because if you know, if you watch the movie, you know it's like what I'm talking about. Great. Just, I can't even quantify, I can't give it justice. That's how good it is. So I like Chinatown. Did I like it better than Saturday Night Fever? Yes, I love Saturday Night Fever's soundtrack, but as a movie, Chinatown I liked better. Would I continue this series next week? Like, after I finish Saturday Night Fever, I'm like, I got to watch Chinatown. After I finish Chinatown, I'm like, I'm feeling Blade Runner right now. So I might write, I, want, I might watch Blade Runner for next week. We're going to continue this to the end of, for basically for this show, we're going to see how long it takes uh, just try to hit all the classics that are there, all the great movies of the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s. And so we don't have any more, we're going to queue again. 
So now I got to read PSA. It's PSA time. I also want to welcome in Chris Jones. Am I happy to see you? Yeah, I saw you like 12 hours ago. I'm happy to see you, bro. I am. You can uh, move your mic and just make people know who you are. You've been what's, up, what's up? Money, movies, and rumors. How we doing? That's not really the show. What is it? Rumors, money, and movies. You know what it should be called? The artist, what do you call it? The history of cinema. Watching movies from the 70s. What's up with that? Yeah, they're good, but what are you completely changing your show? No, no. A, a, a listener suggested, I think you should do something with old movies. And I said, cool beans. So I did. And I think it's a good, I think it's a good actually segment, actually. I think it's a good segment. It's, it's nice. It's, let me ask you a question. Is there three parts of the show? Rumors, money, and movies, right? Speaking of money, bro. Listen, I got paid today. Oh, my gosh. I got paid yesterday night. Good stuff, bro. Bro, bro, listen, listen, listen. Is this Christian's life story or is this Rumors Money movie? I'm just saying, bro. I was shocked. I was walking here from Loro. Check my uh, PNC account, and I was surprised at the amount of money I got. They lied about how much you're getting paid. They didn't lie. They just... Mm, They they didn't lie. They did not lie. They just didn't know off the top of their heads. Anyways, I made, like, so last time when I worked two weeks, I made 80 beans. Why are you telling me? So I made $80. No, $80. you realize like people you don't know are listening to this, right? They don't know where I work at. And why does it matter how much I make? Anyways, I was expecting to get like a hundred. I was switching like a hundred, you know, since I worked more days. Right? Bro, I almost doubled it. 140, bro. When I saw that, I was like, let's go, bro. That's not, that's not almost doubling. Huh? How's that almost doubling hundred? It's 20 off. No, I, I doubling oh, 80, oh, doubling 80. 80. Yeah, my, my fault. Or it was 150. So, yeah, I was 10 off from doubling it. But, yeah, that's what's up. I'm trying to get a funny good PSA. So. Of course. Mm. All right, I haven't done this one yet. Be sure. Did you know that motor vehicle crashes are a leading cause of death for children age 1 to 13? And that the fatality rate could be reduced by about half if the correct child safety seat were always used? By visiting safecar.gov backslash the right seat, parents and caregivers can find out the right car seat for their child's age and size. Be sure you're sure. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Mm. These PSAs will have awful grammar. Awful grammar. Oh yeah. It's like you gotta like not read bad. Yeah, you got a soundboard back there. Trying to spice up the show real quick. Actually, uh, it'd be cool to have like music. Todd like, told me no one was in yesterday. No one's in today for their show because we could, we could go all day for this. <laughs> I need I need to drive back. <laughs> I know I'm kidding. Out. I would not want to go all day for this, but he's like, I didn't know you were gonna show up, and I was like, good time, good for you. Anyways, anyway, anyway, you ready to guess or try to win? Guess. Finally, Richmond's winning tonight, fellas and ladies. Is this Richmond Sports Talk or is this this Rumors Money Movies? It better be. <laughs> Goodness me. Okay. So, do you uh, want Yeah, I'm ready to guess. 
We already get it. I'm a, this is for an at-large bid right here. Get everything right. Okay. So I I'll tell you two weeks ago so you can know what's happening for last week, okay? I know the rule. I know, but a lot of people just, like, don't listen and they get – I don't know. All right. Sonic the Hedgehog, 26. The Call of the Wild made $14 million. Birds of Prey made 6 and 8. 6, 8. Bad Boys for Life made 5, 8. And Brahms made 5, 8. Brahms the Boy 2 made 5, 8. That was two weeks ago. Last week there was one new release, Invisible Man. Sonic the Hedgehog finished first last week, two weeks ago, 26. Call of the Wild second, 24, 7. Birds of Prey, third, 6.8. Bad Boys for Life, fourth, 5.8. Brahms the Boy 2. 5.8. And last week, there was only one release. There was only one release. There was actually two big releases, but one of them was anime. So that wasn't really a big release, but a lot of people went to go see because they like anime. What was the other one? Invisible Man. Horror movie. Oh, yeah. This, <laughs> I'll tell you right now, the anime, the anime yes. movie finished in the top five. My goodness. What do you call it? Xavier saw the I think he saw the Invisible Man, my boy. Found. Yeah. Do you want a medal? No, he, 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 I think he's a big movie guy. He watches movies and they like come out and see this all the time. Should I have him on my show? You should. That'd I be, should. That'd be cool. So to you, my goodness. Yeah. Not the right guy. I'm, I'm so tired right now, but you don't understand. Holy moly. You came up with so much energy. You should drink a Red Bull. You got, sure, how are you going to drive if you're tired? I'm saving the Red Bull I have in my car for my drive. You have THC money? You have ETC money? I have a Red Bull in my car. You have already... Check hey, them down, man. No, I'm not. I'm, no, I don't. Three, four, five. No, I'm not. I don't want to do that. What did Xavier say about? Okay, fine. You know what? So I, I told you the top five last week. Okay. Do you remember Adderall? <laughs> My brain is. All right, so we're just gonna skip last. No, week. no, no, no. no. I, I, no do, we are. I, I do remember. I do remember. Last week's was. You don't. You're not getting tested on the number top one. Five. Sonic the Hedgehog. You're not getting points for this. What are you? Do? Can you stop breaking equipment? I didn't break it. You just unlocked Sonic the Hedgehog was number one. You're not getting tested on two weeks ago. You just It's for your personal knowledge. You're asking me if I remembered, and I do. I mean, okay, good then. Wonderful. You get an A-plus for that. <laughs> do you want to... Okay. Leave that. We'll fix it after. Yo, who's your boss again? Uh, Gabby. Yo, Gabby, I'm sorry. I did this. It's not that difficult. You're just tired. Anyways... Are you ready? Are you ready to do work? Man, I'm always ready. Come on. Can you stop then? Oh, no, I got it. I fixed it. I got okay. it, Gabby. I got it, Gabby. She's not listening. She doesn't care. She doesn't care about your show. Neither do the listeners care. <laughs> they just listen. Is your mom listening right now? I actually don't know. She probably is, maybe. Are you doing, Miss Pistone? Are you okay? Bro, just fix it later. Okay, fine. We're going to just continue. talk. I'm multitask. I'm uh, fine. Well, okay, fine. This man finished... Was the only viral release. So now you know that like movies drop between 40 and 60 percent per week. Yeah. So if it made 26, you can guesstimate like it didn't make over 20 and whatnot. Yeah. So basically, I'm asking you, to, and if you listened last week, you would know this answer very clean. That's right. You guess listen the week before, they know exactly what's going to happen. The Invisible Man did it finish number one. Dun, dun, dun. Sound good to say. Did it finish number one? It, it did not finish number one. It did not or it did? Oh, that's a question? <laughs> okay. 
bro, you said it in a statement. You said you said invisible. Did man. it finish? I did not say it in. You a said statement. didn't. You said oh, we have recording. We have recording. You said didn't. Did it? Did it? Yeah, somebody call it. It sounded like he said didn't. Number one last week, we, he, he just, we're not up to this. Number one last week was no. Invisible Man with $20 million. Number two was Sonic the Hedgehog with 16 I never had to do this with a guest before. Number three is The Call of the Wild that made $13.3 million. My, uh, My Hero Academia, which is an anime fixture, made 5.8. Bad Boys for Life is legging it out like a complete absolute champion, made 4.3. Birds of Prey finished sixth with 4.1, right behind Yeah, if you let me guess how I got all those. Bad Boys. You know Name three movies that I just said. Words of Prey, Bad Boys for Life, Battle, Academia, um, Call of the Wilds, Sonic the Hedgehog, Invisible Man. Yeah! Get your boy, James! Okay, so are we past that now? You ready to do this week? Are you just ready yeah, to do this week? Yes. Now you can't finish first unless you... Listen, I'm ready to talk about Scoob, whatever that was. You watched the trailer? Yes, and I... We're gonna talk about. I was kind of mad. We're gonna talk about the end of the show. In due time, in due process. I was literally like, like about to fall asleep from just being tired, and I, and I'm watching this. Never mind. I'll I'll give my opinion on it later. You never. My goodness. Okay, fine. There's two new releases this week. Okay. Okay. Which ones? The way back, and onward. Oh wow. So, which movie do you want to do first? So you want to get your hint. You you get three hints. They're two different movies, and they're called The Way Back and Onward. Yes. Isn't that kind of ironic? I guess you know. <laughs> That's yeah, super I didn't, ironic. Yeah, I didn't come. They didn't bring up. They didn't come to me. So you, you get a. Uh, Are they two different studios? Like two completely, completely different, different studios. One's animated. One's not. Oh wait, Onward is the Pixar one, right? Correct. Yeah. So you you, you get like you know the cast slash the cast the plot synopsis slash studio or the Rotten Tomato score. Wait, and I have to pick. Um, one of them out of those three options. Wait, uh, wait, wait, what's the like point again? Like, what's the game? You, you use that information to help you guess how much they make. They're supposed to make this. Oh, how much they're predicted to make? Yeah. Okay. So you get the cast, the studio. Uh, I, I know. I'm saying which one do you want to No, no, I'm talking about. Oh, no, I know Tom Holland and Chris Pratt are in Onward, and I know it's a Pixar film, so I feel like I would be more familiar with it. So, could I get. I get to do, like the more information about uh You get to do both though. Alright, well let me start off with the the way back. Right, which what do you want to do? Which which one do you want to What are the options? The cast. Uh-huh. The Rotten Tomato score. Uh-huh. Slash what they say, yeah. or the plot synopsis in studio. Yeah, look at that. Number three. Plot synopsis of studio? Yeah. Should have picked the Rotten Tomato score. Why? Because it would have gave you two of those options. Back in high school, Jack Cunningham had everything going for him. A, basket, a basketball phenom. You could have said it was the... He could have punched his ticket to college or even the pros, but Bro. instead he chose to walk away from the game, forfeiting his future. You could have said it was the, the sports movie. I, I know what you're talking about now. Jack's... Right, I'll, predict, I'll predict right now. I'll predict both of them. <laughs> you I'll, still I'll, get it. On the, I'll, I'll put on the exact dollar for both, all right? You also, also it's, it's released by Warner Brothers Pictures. All right. Can we not do that? You, you, you can get onwards pick Rotten Tomatoes score. Sure. Why wouldn't you? The more information, the better. Don't rush. 
Onwards, Montemayor scores, it may suffer in comparison to Pixar's classics, but Onward makes effective use of the studio's formula and stands on its own merits as a funny, heartwarming, dazzling animated adventure. Are you re- oh, it has an 86% as well. I should have said that. Which is very good. I'll name ranges. I'll name an exact number for each. Good. Ready for this? I am so ready for this. Onward. Projected. Mm-hmm. Like anywhere between 40 and 60 million. Yeah, that's 20 million. And the exact one is 52 million. The other, the, 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 the way, way back, back, the way back, 30 to 50 million. Projected, 39 million. Tell me I'm wrong, James. So the onward, you did get the $20 million range. Cause yeah, that's, so it's 40 to 60 million. You said 52, it's actually $42 million. The way back now, goodness me. You said 30 to 50 with $39 million. The onward's projected to make 39 million, right? 42 million. Only big movies make like 40, like solid movies make over 40. The way back's projected to make $6.5 million. What's the record for most ever? Yeah. And yeah. game three hundred fifty eight million dollars in one. What do you call it? Weekend. That's unheard of. That never happens. It was. I was expecting like one hundred million. No, there's a bunch of movies over one hundred. What do you call it? There's a bunch of movies over one hundred. Not a bunch. There's like a couple. No, but what's 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 like with Endgame at the top? You know. I have to look it up. Maybe three hundred fifty million in one, like week, one weekend. Three hundred fifty eight million. That's no, unheard of. In the opening weekend. Yep. Domestic. Domestic. That's insane. It made over a billion dollars globally. It's opening, which that's just never happens ever. You gotta plug Marvel on that then, I guess. I, I always say that I respect Marvel for what they've done. Doesn't mean I have to, you know, ride them from a movie they make like 90% of the population. I didn't prep for this, and I I gotta look this up on the top of my head. I mean, I know the movies, I just don't know like, the exact. I know. Is it like? Is it? Um, and, oh, okay. So Endgame like, made. Well, this is globally. This is worldwide. Is it like? Isn't Star Wars up there? Um, All right. This is opening weekends uh, in the United States. Uh, number one is Endgame with three fifty seven. Infinity War made two fifty seven. Force Awakens made two forty seven. Uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi made two twenty. Those are all Disney products. Jurassic World, which is universal, the only universal uh, one on this list, I believe, I is $208 million. The Avengers made 207 Black Panther made 202 Then The Lion King made 191 Avengers Age of Ultron made 191 And the 10th movie on the list would be Incredibles 2, which made 182 Incredibles 2 made 182 Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah, and then and then, and then okay. after that, it's less. Uh, there's more diversity okay. in the studios, but you know that's uh, yeah. That nine out of ten of those movies are from uh, Disney. Yeah, it's crazy, but crazy. it's reality. Uh, yo, yo, you see Parasite or no? I did not see it. No. Globe. Eventually, in due time. I want to see it too. Globally, it's more diverse though. Globally, you have. Uh, you know, uh, you have Endgame, Infinity War, then Fat Fast and Furious, which is universal. Then Star Wars, Force Awakens. Which, which Fast and Furious? Fate. 
Deadly Furious. Which one is that? The eighth one. Oh, shit, maybe. Five forty-one. That's all because of China and stuff, though. It's really popular in China. Oh, massively. We're gonna get to that later too. But you have in the top ten, one, two, four, not five, not Disney. What else on the hands of one is Avengers Endgame, two Infinity War, three Fate Furious, four is Star Wars Force Awakens, five is Jurassic World, six you have Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. It's the oldest movie on that list. Uh, seven is, I don't know how this is possible, but Captain Marvel. I don't even know how that happened. I don't even know if that's accurate, actually. I don't know. I don't even, that actually might be accurate. I don't know if that is, though. Uh, then you had Star Wars The Last Jedi, Batman vs. Superman, and uh, Furious 7. Probably Harry Potter movies didn't make it on the US list. Because they're older. It's inflation. They would have made more if they were newer. But when was that movie made? Deathly Hollows, 2011. Which is pretty. How much did it make globally? Total? Or just in the opening week was 43, but totally it made 1.3. Still a lot. Billion? Correct. This, I mean, that's pretty solid. Yeah. A billion is not what it used to be, though. No. Like, if you used to make a billion, you were like unbelievable. Now, if you make a billion, it's still serious, but not serious. as serious because you have more diver, uh, more inflation, so it helps you achieve higher numbers. But I don't know. Anyways, we got sidetracked there. But so yeah, you got those com- two completely wrong. So congratulations for that. And I just got off my thing. This is one completely wrong. Then how can I get the range? He's just 20, 20, fine. The Invisible Man made I made the rules next you're, time. You're in last place right now. Make the rules. How do you make the rules? All right, well, guess what? I'm getting inflated right now because I've, I've been out here the most. That's not a complaint. That's not a complaint. I'm just being real. You're the only one on campus that doesn't have anything today. Everyone who's on campus already has a, 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 what do you call it, a commitment. Really, really appreciate the support from everybody listening to the podcast, engaging with the podcast. I don't want to promise necessarily that we're going to stay on track for the rest of the episode, as Christian loves his uh, this particular artist that I've never heard of. So please continue. It's a lot of fun, and thanks for the support. This week's projected podcast, since we got a little sidetracked there. But thankfully, I don't know, maybe it's entertaining. Let us know. Support. Follow the Twitter account, RMM underscore 901. Uh, onwards, projected to finish first with $42 million. Invisible Man's projected to finish second with 11. Sonic the Hedgehog projected to finish third with 8.5. The Call of the Wild, fourth with $7.7 million. And The Way Back in fifth with $6.5 million. Two of those movies are from Disney. Call of the Wild and Onward. One of those is from Universal, The Invisible Man. One from Paramount, Sonic the Hedgehog. And one from Warner Brothers, The Way Back. Let's go the way back to the show. Let's do a little bit of coronavirus. Yo, Lil Uzi dropped a turtle take. Holy crap. All right, so coronavirus, guys. So something breaking news happened. This doesn't happen very, very often. Yo, he dropped it. This is breaking news. You want me to explain to you why it's breaking news? So coronavirus obviously is going bigger and bigger. And so... do you? I'll, I'll explain it to you later. He's one of the biggest artists in, in the world right now. Or at least in the United States. 
And I think that no one's ever heard of him. So. You bought for the whole Uzi Vert. Look at the numbers. Numbers never lie. Didn't he die? No, that was Juice for him. But listen, listen, he's been teasing songs and he's been he's been joking about like oh he's had a joke, but he's just has he's been like not producing a lot of songs. So people have been like so eager for his music and stuff, and they've been like hacked into like his accounts, like into stuff, and like they, they found leaks and stuff, right? So it's been like high anticipation for this album, and people were like, Oh, it's never gonna drop, it's never gonna drop. Like he's just playing with us, and it finally dropped today. Listen to on the red back. Oh yeah. Okay. This is a hip hop show or is this a radio movie show? This is a, this is a life show. This is like a Christian and James Beth go. No, it's movie. not. No, it's not actually. You should. I should be full time. I can give you an application. I, what do you mean application? Uh, there's an application to apply for the radio station. So I'm, I'm a guest. I don't need to apply. I don't run it. But then you're not full time. So you know what I meant. Full time guest. Yeah, after today, I don't know if he'll be a guest ever again. Don't say that. You don't mean that. Take that back. Can I talk about the coronavirus or can I talk about the coronavirus? Or? Yeah, let's talk about the coronavirus. Scary stuff. Not that really, but not really. But don't say that. It's not that scary. Until somebody you love gets it. Okay, well then, uh, you know how many people die from the flu each year? Way more than the coronavirus. No one cares. How many people die in car accidents a year? No one cares. It's just about fear mongering, getting people scared for no reason. Because everyone wants to have a. No, no, no. Now, now I'm going to rant. Everybody wants a listen, woe is me listen, complex. Listen, 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 Everybody listen, wants a woe is me complex. When the flu happens and your family dies, no one's like, oh my God, the flu, the listen, flu. Listen. The thing is, people know how the flu spreads and, and we can prevent it. Nobody, we, don't, like, we don't fully know how the coronavirus spreads, right? Yeah. So, so, you, so it could spread to someone you care about and then they're going to get. You know, killed. Or most likely, maybe. Okay, most likely they're not gonna get killed. If if your grandparents get it, yes, they most likely will. Okay. So being our fair, parents are on the older side. Is it, isn't that fair to say? My parents are not gonna die. From the if your parents get the flu, they're gonna die. It's not the flu, James. Yeah, it's actually like just as deadly as the flu, though. Bro, all right, whatever. Okay. Anyways. Just wash your hands and you'll be fine. Realize that, right? Just wash your hands. I think it's a little bit more than that, bro. Yeah. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. You don't practice good hygiene. Of course, you can get sick kids in college. The reason they're always sick is they don't wash their hands. Bro, it's a new disease. Like, like I said, they don't know how it's, how it's spread yet. Right? Nothing like this is like the uh, thing that's going to wipe out humanity. It's not going to wipe out humanity. I'm just saying, like, it's not something that you should be like, oh, it's just a flu. It's, it's clearly not. It, like, it, it might be at one point, but not right now. It's, it's not a flu. Okay. It is the flu. We're talking to the people who've been quarantined for months. It's just the flu. Come on, bro. Because, like you said, they're panicking. It's true. You don't want to hear the truth. I'm saying. All right. So, because of the fear mongering and the fact that a lot of these, uh, a lot of theaters in some of these, a lot of these countries are getting closed, Universal and MGM made the decision to push back No Time to Die, which is James Bond's 25th film, from April 10th. To November twenty fifth, MGM is projected to because of this deal lose or because of this agreement decision to lose at least thirty million dollars to fifty million dollars because of the fact they only had contracts and whatnot to show the film for an extended period of time and it's so close, it's only a month out from the release date so 
they had they're, they're on the hook for that. But yeah, no time to die was it's already at two hundred fifty million dollar budget. They're pushing it back and add some more to the budget. But that's break. That's me. Big news. It's also good news probably for No Time to Die because instead of being April tenth, which I believe is the weekend of Easter, they're now going to be the weekend of Thanksgiving, which means that they're going to be hopefully in the Universal and MGM mind the big release for Thanksgiving and for Christmas. Which is bad news for one studio in particular, and that's Warner Brothers Pictures. You know why? You don't know why. Okay. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Yes. I looked at you and I said, Do you know why? You're gonna you're supposed to say no. They're dropping movies. Correct. Two. So Warner's the reason why I picked them to lead the domestic total for this year and most likely the global total was because of the fact that they had a really good release slate. So they had the Fantastic Beast three was supposed to come out over think the weekend before Thanksgiving. They pushed it back. So in response to that, they had a home, they had an opening in the schedule, which is a really good weekend to have a film the weekend before Thanksgiving, because you get a bump for Thanksgiving, you can then get a bump for Christmas, you get a good like. So what they did was is they moved King Kong vs. Godzilla, which I'm very excited for. They moved King Kong vs. Godzilla from March to November. So the idea for them was let's we're gonna have the biggest movie over Thanksgiving. Additionally, because there's no Avatar movie or Star Wars movie that starts next year with Disney, there's no, none of those two movies are out. There was a hole in the release schedule for a big movie over November. So Warner's moved Dune, which is based off a historic graphic novel, one of the like one of the most famous graphic novels ever. Move is I think I believe, I believe it's a graphic novel. Wait, Dune? Dune. 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 Is it the like the little white dudes? No, it's like on a planet. There's like a like a salt. Uh, this is a really valuable resource, and this plant's the only plant that produces it, and a boy, like a prince, goes there, and there's a lot of crazy stuff happening. But anyways, uh, that movie releasing over Christmas. So Universal was supposed to, uh, Warner Brothers was going to double dip, but because No Time to Die is moving from April to November, now they could potentially be the de facto big movie for Thanksgiving and Christmas. So it's good news for MGM and Universal, because Universal is doing the uh, international slate for the uh, international distribution while MGM is doing the domestic distribution. But if you're Warners, you got to be very ups- very annoyed because do you, now there's rumors, not rumors, there's speculation, and then they might push back Godzilla because Godzilla vs. King Kong only opens a week before No Time to Die. And so do you really want to go up against that behemoth? I don't know. They may push that movie back. You have to see. But Warner's is probably kicking themselves, especially because this last year was a horrendous year for them. None of their movies hit. None of them hit, besides Joker, really. This year, they thought Birds of Prey was going to get it started off for them. That's not true. That obviously wasn't accurate. That kind of that underperformed. And now they got to wait, wait for Scooby. And shout out to Scott Mendelson here. I really like what he said about this film. He said that. Uh, and I quote, uh, Scoop has become by default the hero that uh, WB needs right now, unquote, which is a reference to the Dark Knight. Uh, uh, you know, he's a hero we have. Uh, I don't know the quote exactly what Gary Oldman said, but that's a reference to the Dark Knight, which you've never seen. Should I watch it over so weird? You should. Okay, the fact that you've never seen those movies, please, I beg you to watch them. It's my favorite movie. When I went, Dark Knight is what? Oh, it's your favorite movie? I'm watching it for you. Come on, bro. It's good. 
Sorry, good. you don't know the th- you don't. Uh, I, mean. I, I know it's good, and I want to watch it. It's definitely on my list. Yeah. It's a class. I saw that movie. The, I was eight, seven years old when that movie came out. That stop, just, stop, the stop. Fact stop. That he just said you didn't watch my favorite movie. I didn't say <laughs> that. He said something along those lines. Okay, I didn't say that. But when I was seven, and that movie came out. I saw that movie three times. Three times in theaters. That's how good it was. That's how good that movie was. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Uh, that movie, honestly, I love. So, I've seen that movie probably 30 times. I, like, that movie is so good. So good. <laughs> Thinking about it now, I, I, it's just. Do you have any bias towards this since you were a kid? Oh, no, no, no. Soft spot. God, no. God, sure? no. Get off the show. Anyways, so this was Gary Oldman's quote. I was, it was a bad movie. This was Gary Oldman's quote. He's the hero Gotham deserves, but not the one it needs right now. And so Warner Brothers needs Scoob. So now you, of course, didn't like Scooby. You, you're not, you didn't like the trailer for Scooby. Now we're going to talk about Scooby-Doo and the Hanna-Barbera cinematic universe. So The what? Hanna-Barbera. What's that? We're going to get to that in five seconds. But what do you think about the trailer? I don't know. I mean... I do know. I I grew up watching Scooby Doo. You don't like Scooby- him though. I love watching Scooby Doo. You don't like him though, do you? What do you mean? You don't like him though. Like what? Scooby Doo. What do you mean? Do you like Scooby Doo though? You say you didn't like the trailer though. No, I yeah, I didn't like the trailer. Why? Because it's not. It's different. That's the point. You like the trailer? Mm-hmm. Uh, this kid's riding. It's meta. It's meta. Oh my no! It's bro. funny. Any, if any other studio did the same thing with any old cartoon, you would be like, this is... This I love Scooby-Doo. What do you mean? I Scooby-Doo love Scooby-Doo, too. Favorite I, cartoon. And, and I love the two movies that they made, the, the, the live-action movies. And, like, those, like, I remember having those discs and always watching those with my sister and everything. And now that I have to watch these these ca- cartoon cornballs who aren't even the original voice actors. And, and they don't, they, you can tell they're, they're very talking? different. You tell they're very different from the original voice actors. No, duh. Like, yeah, all right, but, uh, like... What? All right, no, 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 but but like sometimes no. The professional students can definitely find a person who could who could mimic a voice or who could get so, a voice perfectly. You're but, gonna get the real take from me right now. You know who's in this movie? That's the reason why you don't like these voice actors. Zach Af- uh, Zach Efron's Fred Jones. Amanda Seyfried Seyfried is Daphne. All right, all right. Can I ask you this? Would you rather have? Would you rather have? Can I keep going? Or? No, no. I'll ask you a question. Would you rather have? You know, an established cast in an animated movie. Would you rather have voice actors in, in an animated movie that sound like original voice actors of a? Of they a do have the original movie? voice actor though for for Scooby Doo. Nice, Frank Frank Welker. You said they had no voice in original guys. Okay, my bad. I didn't know that. Okay. Also, Tracy Morgan's in this movie as Captain Cave Caveman. Ken Jeong's in this movie as uh, Dog Wonder. Uh, and J- Jason Isaacs in this movie as Dick Dastardly, and Mark Wahlberg's in this movie as Blue Falcon. It's a good cast. Bro, it's an animated movie, but I care. Hey. You don't think any anime... You know, the reason why anime movies are so popular is they always have stack casts. That's part of the reason why. Uh, I'm trying to think about it. That's just That's just basically a fact. I don't know. Like you think about any any movie. No, I don't think that. I don't think that's. 
because Toy Story doesn't have a stack. Case. All right, Toy, um, Toy Story is an exception, but think really, about, think about Cars. Think about Monsters. Cars does have legit people in it. All right, yeah, but it doesn't have. You know, I mean, I don't, it's not I didn't, stacked. I didn't memorize every single person's cast. Okay. I'm just telling you, like, and, and the reason, and the re- like, the further my point, these, 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 um, what do you call it? These movies are intended are intended for families, and families are gonna. They don't care about the actors. They, like they, you know, they don't care about the voice actors. Parents do them. No, they don't. But they do a little bit. No. <laughs> All right. So when you went to go see Cars in theaters, your mom was like, "Oh, let me let me see who's." No, but I mean, they just add. What this, they add to this it. guy's Lady McQueen. Oh, we can't see this movie, honey. Not a fan of this I voice actor. That. I did not That's say not how that. Works, James. I didn't say that. Anyway, all right, but you're tr- you're truly excited for this Scooby Doo. First of all, I like Scooby Doo, right? I'm I, not I'm I not see. I'm not jonesing for it, I like but I think it has a good cast, and I also like the fact it's different. That's also the point is because they just made a regular Scooby Doo movie, it may not do as well, so they're taking a little I bit mean, of a risk. Because they have Blue Falcon, who's not in these movies, Dick Dastardly, who's not in these, who's not Captain Caveman, Dog Wonder. Those are other so they're adding new Hannah villains. Barbera. Those are other Hannah Barbera characters. A famous. Have you ever seen the Flintstones? Yeah. The Jetsons. Yeah. Uh, Huckleberry Hound. So you're taking villains from those universes? No, 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 no. They're all. They're like specials they used to have that would combine all these characters. Oh yeah. On yeah. comic, uh, and these are what it is. You know, Hong Kong Foey. Fooey and Bird, uh, Birdman and uh, Johnny Quest. So the point is they're going to combine all these people into one show, into one movie uh, cinematic universe. So they're going to basically replicate the cartoons. Like Yogi. Yogi, you know, you, you remember the Yogi? Yes, uh, yes. They have Captain Caveman. Uh, like all those are going to be, you know, I don't know if Tom and Jerry's going to be associated with it, but he could potentially. But right. it's all going to be that. That sounds actually interesting. That's the point. Well, not, I did not you know know that for watching the trailer. Well, Dick Jastley's not with them. Just saying. Okay, well, I'm not going to play that, though. Well, I know. I'm just saying, like, uh, that's part of the point. Uh, you know, they, they know people know that Scooby-Doo doesn't hang out with... Uh, Dick Dashardly and stuff, and Blue Falcon. So that's part of the point, is they, they're t- using your expectations. Who's Blue Falcon? I'm actually not 100% sure who Blue Falcon is. I don't know what he's But from. they're from other shows? You were basically Correct. How about the other guy? Oh, Dick Dashardly? Yeah. Well, Dick Dashardly's from, like, the Dashardly and Muttley and their flying machines. Like... They're all different shows. Like, I don't know what Blue Falcon's from. Like, I don't know all the shows in particular, but they would all interact in, like, these big specials. Yeah, Dynamite Dog Wonder. That's Blue Falcon. That's... these. I mean, these are, like, famous things. A lot of them are. Not all of them, but a lot of them are. And so they're going to combine all those into one shared universe. That's cool. Yeah. So, like, the biggest ones are, like, Flintstones, Yogi Bear, Jetsons, uh... You know, all those, like, Scooby-Doo. Uh, like, the ones we just said. Dick Dashley's a famous character. Captain Caveman's a famous character. Uh, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of, you know... Fa- and also, like, at times, they'll, like, interact with, the, uh, with like, superheroes. That's more of, like, a Warner's thing in the... Com- I mean, in the, in the cartoons and whatnot. But 
mean, there's a lot of famous stuff. So we'll see. That's why I'm excited. I like Scooby Doo, and you know, I don't know. I think it's it looks good. That's all. Sorry. The universe sounds good. Will it work out though? I don't know. I'm sure Warner Brothers wants it to work. Just so they can make a lot of movies and then they just got all their they have all their animated movies set up. Because Lego's dead now. They can't use Lego movies anymore. Unfortunately. Lego movie. I wrote I wrote an essay in eighth grade connecting the Lego movie and Guardians of the Galaxy. I got I, I did that pretty well on it actually. <laughs> oh wait, also the Smurfs, I didn't know that. I don't know. I see, I don't know if they own all the rights to these anymore, but some of them are still related. So we have to we don't really have to go, but we're gonna end the show anyway, so what are you, your last thoughts? Everybody, students, particularly yeah, students only actually enjoy your spring break. Um Use it as a time to relax, re-energize, come back strong. Um, all the families out there, because I know you guys are listening. Um, you know, hope you guys enjoy your time back with your, your time spent with your um, college students coming back home. You know, we look forward to coming back home. Um, yeah, pleasure having me. A pleasure for you. Let me be on the show. Mm-hmm. And I will be back. Hopefully. Not. Hopefully. Um, but when I am back, I will have more than zero hours of sleep in my body. So, yeah. Is that it? Bro, I've been awake for like 26 hours. All right. Well, thanks for that uh, soliloquy. Christian, appreciate you. Love you. Uh, thanks everybody for listening on the podcast. We're gonna let you off right now. So thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. And uh thank you.